What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? It's your boy Chris Style. You are tuned in to the Arrowhead Chief Podcast, episode 110. We got Sports Talk with T coming in here. We got my guy Ty. We got Big Rube in the house. We're going to talk about a little divisional playoffs and a few other things on the slate. Let's talk Chiefs. Yeah, Arrowhead Chiefs. It's your girl Miss Nicole. Queen okay. of Hustle, baby. Uh-huh. Started from the bottom, now we here. My homie at the start of his career. Let's go. Try to win him early, hear the truth. Uh-huh. Tuning every Sunday for the juice. Hey. Arrowhead Chiefs Podcast, bringing all the news. Yes, if you miss the play, come back for reviews. Chris hey. Dow, out here rapping for the crew. Post game highlights, go uh-huh. subscribe on YouTube. Uh-huh. Hey. If you miss the play, come back for reviews. Post game highlights, go uh-huh. subscribe on YouTube. Uh-huh. Hey. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? We're back with another episode of Arrowhead Chief Podcast. And we got sports talk with T in the building. My guy Ty, the homie Big Rube. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, man? Feeling pretty good heading into this divisional round. I'm just ready for this game on Saturday. Yeah, me too. Me too, man. Saturday can't get here fast enough, man. It's been a long wait. Been sitting around waiting for these wild card uh, playoffs to uh, get going, and hopefully, you know, what I'm saying we get it come out with this dub. So, but uh, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Uh, the wild card came up uh, this weekend, and um, yeah. the so-called AFC threats. Uh, That's my backup. Oh, it's my it's bad. You're good. Hey, it's all... He's in the matrix. <laughs> in the matrix. Um, all right, I think I got it. Here we go. I hear you. <laughs> you to come back in. Yeah, you just uh, come back in, Rube. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the AFC, you know, because that's who, you know, we pay attention to. You know, Jacksonville, Jack, you know, Chargers, they blew a big lead. Uh, to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who we'll be facing on Saturday. But then the Buffalo Bills and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals didn't look particularly good last weekend. They looked pretty vulnerable. Um, Josh Allen, he didn't look too good, um, throwing a few picks, had a fumble, scoop and score. Um, And then, you know, Joe Burrows, that offensive line, you know, him losing offensive lineman, that showed up. With the uh, uh, Ravens defensive line yep. pretty much having their way with that offensive line, Justin Houston and every, everybody else on that defensive line was giving you know uh, Burroughs pretty much hell all all night. If it yep. wasn't for Tyler Huntley and his you know <laughs> whatever he was trying to do on that sneak, uh, it just they would have won that game. Ravens would have won that game, but they pretty Most much. They coughed it up and gave them, 
gave him the win. So what are your thoughts, your guys' thoughts on the AFC threats, that supposed AFC threats, you know, going into possibly a next week matchup? Right, to an AFC championship game. Yeah, so looking around, there's not a team I don't think that we can beat. I think we can beat anybody if we show up and we're on our A game and Andy Reid's dialed in and the play calling's good. Um, I honestly believe that this team can beat anybody any day. But with that being said, I think the biggest threat is still the Cincinnati Bengals. When you look at it, the Buffalo Bills, they have not gotten any better from the last two years we played them in the playoffs, if you think about it. There's some of their biggest additions have been hurt this season. Von Miller obviously getting out for the season. That's huge because he's supposed to be that guy that takes us over, takes him over the top of a team like Cincinnati in the chiefs. And mm-hmm. um, with him not being there, the receiving core being somewhat mediocre. I mean, you got Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs, but after that it's Cole Beasley, it's Isaiah McKenzie, it's Khalil Shakir. So there's some uncertainty up there in Buffalo. So I think the biggest threat is definitely Cincinnati. What do you think, Rube? Oh man. It's so many like, different variables that go into all these teams, but Cincinnati, 100% in Cincinnati. Like, they got – they 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 beat us. You know, they got our number. They got those three good receivers. And, honestly, I think Hayden Hurst is coming along pretty good. Uh, I think he's a good blocker. I yeah. think he gives Joe Burrow that bailout that he's been looking for. And Mixon hasn't been that strong, but he can still do what he can do. He's a pretty decent running back, right? But, um, yeah, Cincinnati it is. Josh did not look good at all. Josh didn't look good. I was not scared of him. He was not a threat to me at all. Like, I didn't feel threatened by him whatsoever. And I don't know if you guys noticed in that game, all he was doing was they were running zeros. Essentially, every receiver was running a zero every route. And he's just flinging it downfield, hoping for a play or a flag. So that doesn't really scare me. Um, And as far as Jacksonville, they don't scare me, but they, they got a lot behind them. They, they, they are a tough team. They're a young team. They're a greedy team. In a way, they got all these weapons around this, you know, up-and-coming quarterback. But uh, they do have some weaknesses they need to work on. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I think, it, you know, we'll get into, the, you know, the Jacksonville game in a minute. But, um, yeah, I think Jacksonville, you know, let's be real, y'all. They should have lost that game on, yep. on Saturday. They should have lost. <laughs> and, and and if that would have happened, you know, in this game on Saturday, they get down 28-0, 27-0, to City's not letting them get back. No. <laughs> I, I, I can bet money on that day. You know, Patrick Mahomes and them, unless Andy just has a meltdown and he brings out the F play sheet and they just play, they let, I'm talking about letting their foot way off the gas. <laughs> And they just being hella conservative, twenty-seven or twenty-eight to zero. I don't see them. If you if if Trevor Lawrence throws four picks against the Chiefs, it's gonna be forty-two to zero by halftime. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. (laughs) We're gonna put up forty on them by halftime, and we might be seeing Chad Henne in the third (laughs) quarter. And that's how that's gonna be because if the defense is getting interceptions like that, and you know that means that pass rush is getting to Trevor Lawrence. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That, That means you know. 
Legereus Sneed, maybe even Trent McDuffie, the safeties, Juan Thornhill, Reed, or anybody on that field is getting picks, then yeah, the defense is having a day. And we getting you giving extra possessions to Patrick Mahomes and that offense, a dialed in offense, not a regular season, you know, Andy Reed. Complacent offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about that dialed in, they're ready to go. Hey, we know what we know what the next, you know what I'm saying, goal is. We gotta get to this AFC championship game and then get to the Super Bowl. So right. I, I think that if Trevor Lawrence and then it's gonna snow on it's supposed to snow on Saturday. You're talking about a Florida team coming to Arrowhead. It's snowing. The crowd is loud. Yeah. <laughs> no way. No way I, coming. I, I'm sorry. I just I can't see Jacksonville coming in and putting up. Like, it might be close in the beginning, you know, because, you know, Chiefs kind of like to start off slow a little bit. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But I just think that once they get it going, they're going to be too much. I think it's too much. Now, next year we can talk about Jacksonville. Depending right, on being a they, legit threat. Yeah. Depending on what they add, you know, they're getting Calvin Ridley, you know what I'm saying? He's the number one receiver mixed with Christian Kirk and Zay, Zay Jones and Evan Ingram. That's a nice little offense right there with ETN in the backfield. Um, they just got to add to that to that defense. They ain't got any more guys on the secondary. Yep. They don't have nobody in the secondary yep. to schedule. I mean, Andre Cisco, he's pretty good. But that's it. <laughs> that's all they got. Yeah, he's is. a hard hitter. That's yeah, I mean, he's not really a, a coverage safety. Yeah, he's not. He's not a cover. Guy. None of them are honestly. None of them can cover anybody. <laughs> no, you saw that on Saturday. Last, day. <laughs> yeah. So, um, not to get too much of the game, I just I don't feel like Jacksonville's a threat. Now, when it comes to Buffalo, um, Buffalo's just too beat up for me. Like. Yep. They got injuries. Yeah, they're getting Michael Hyde, but but we don't know how Michael Hyde gonna look when he uh, he's been out of the game. He's been rusty, he hasn't played. Like he might not be that good. He might be getting smoked out there. You're like, I would test him. Like if I'm if I'm any team, if I'm the Bengals on Sunday night or Sunday, I'm testing Michael Hyde. Yeah, I'm trying to see what he got because you haven't been out here. So I'm putting Hayden Hurston on a on a nice little over route to see if he can cover him. I'm putting Chase and T. Higgins, you know, and crossing routes and see what he can do. Like, I'm testing Michael Hyde because I don't know if he's going to still be good. He's coming off an injury. He's been rehabbing. He's, he might not even be in football shape. So, Right, exactly. I so, mean, it's going to be hard for him to make a full recovery that quick. And, and, I, and I get it. I, I think, you know, as far as the Bengals and, and, and uh, Bill's game, you know Demar Hamlin's gonna be a captain, um, and 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 you yeah. know kudos to that man. Glad you know glad to see him make that recovery. He's you know uh, Sean McDermott said he's been in the building, so that's a good sign for him. Um, so you know he's gonna be a captain. He's gonna come out coin flip. They gonna hug you know hug it up. He probably gonna hug T Higgins, all that good stuff, and they gonna play ball. Orchard Park's gonna probably be. You know, Rocking. going crazy, snowballs flying all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be going jumping through tables and eating chicken wings. So, <laughs> they, so you know it's gonna be crazy. Um, 
I, but it's still, a, I think it's a coin flip game. I still think it's a it coin is. flip game. Um, oh, yeah. even, with, even with Joe Burrows. Now, if Vaughn Miller was healthy and playing, then I would give the edge to Buffalo. Because, Me too. Because that, of that offensive line. That offensive line, and Von, you letting Vaughn Miller free? Oh, man. Joe Burrows better have a long day. And, uh, yeah. and no disrespect to Greg Russo and Ed Oliver and all those guys. They're decent. They're good. But they're not, they're not Von Miller. They need to file a missing uh, persons report for Greg Russo because he has not showed up ever since Von Miller went down. No, no. he hasn't. He hasn't. He, he might be a sophomore slump. So, yep. um, yeah. you know, Von Miller's not out there. So the, it's up to on them. They got to they got to generate a pass rush. And then my problem with the Buffalo Bills is like Rube said, they just throwing whatever down the just field. Deep there, shots all there, day. There's, yeah. there's no scheme to it. It's like. It's almost like they say, Josh, be great. Go do that. That's it. That is exactly it. Just improvise. If they abandoned that... the run game, too. They yeah. have, like James Cook is not that bad. I will not it's knock not. him at all. I don't they like, abandoned I, him. I don't think Singletary's that bad. No? I think Singletary's no. actually pretty I think good. they got three pretty solid running backs for Hines. In that yeah. Oh, yeah, Hines, too. Right, right. Because he can catch it out of the backfield. So, like, uh, uh, like yeah, they – it's like they say, hey, all else fails, find Stefan Diggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And maybe and maybe if Gabe Davis is open on the on the nine route. Like that's it. Like they don't they don't use docs and not in the middle of the field, like they probably should supposed to make things easy for him and, and get the you know the easy routes for him and over the middle stuff. It's everything is bombs away, bombs away. And you know, they kind of remind me of us. When you know we had Tyreek and we were yep. and Sammy Watkins and all the game, that was our offense where they we bombs away, bombs away. Now we did it so much at a high level, nobody could stop us until uh they started implementing that too high safety. Yeah, um, right. Look, and then they was like, "Now nah, we ain't letting nobody, we ain't letting Tyreek Hill or nobody get behind us. You gotta take the easy stuff." Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what um. Uh, Buffalo is running into now the Bengals in the beginning of the season they was running into that too until they, they started using Joe they, Mixon Joe Mixon P. And, Ryan. and they started using more crossing and over routes with T Higgins and Tyler Boyd and even Hayden Hurst they started learning and that's why I always put Joe Burrows I put Joe Burrows over Josh Allen because I think he plays the position better I think he, he right. plays the position better from the from the pocket and from the scheme whereas in Josh Allen it's like it's like oh run or throw it down the field. There's no like nuances to his game. So I don't know, man. I, I, I it's like you guys say. I think the Bengals are the bigger threat because mm-hmm. Joe Burrows I think is has more nuances to his game, mm-hmm. and their D. De- I think their defense is probably a little bit better right, right. now than they pass than- rushes is is very underrated. They, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hawkerson and um, who's the, who's the other guy? Sam Hubbard? Is that Sam Hubbard. Yeah. yeah, them two dudes are relentless. Like, they're going to keep playing at, you know, DJ Hill. Yeah, yeah. DJ Hill, DJ Reader. Like, they got mm. some guys over there, man. No. They definitely got some guys over there. So, yeah, I, I just – I don't know. I, I think the Bengals – and I and honestly, I wouldn't be scared of the Bengals either right now because I think this is the year Chris Jones. That offensive man. line. Yeah, I yep. just Chris Jones in there. Chris Jones is going to scorched earth. And like I was saying yesterday, um, I just think that they're not going to tackle as as poorly as they did in their first showing this season. Like I think the tackling will be way better. Ooh. 
I think Nick Bolton is going to be flying around with the game. I think that yeah. his line is going to be so locked in, especially it's an arrowhead. It's not, you know, it's not in Cincinnati with an arrowhead, with AFC championship game. These, this is the team that kept us at the Super Bowl last year. Like, right. They kept us from winning yeah. it. I we think we put that Rams team. Oh, we would have ro- – oh, man, we would have rocked that Ramsey. <laughs> they could not – Ramsey would have got burnt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tyreek Hill would have cooked them all night. Yeah, I think we would have beat them. Oh, man, it would have been funny. And Tyreek Hill would still be a chief if that happened, I think. I think he would be too. Oh, 100% he would be. I think he would be too. But hey, all things happen for a reason, right? Exactly. <laughs> now we're sitting here 14 and three, better defense, young yeah. guys flying around. Trent McDuffie's look, I mean, all these draft picks are looking pretty good. Yeah, man. I, I, oh, think, yeah. Our, I think our secondary is going to step, be way light years better than what it was yeah. last year. I don't, if we play Buffalo, I don't see Josh Allen going off a full 100 yards or. You know, I, Gabe I, Davis getting two hundred. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't see that. I think he's. Oh, gonna, no. I think they're gonna lock it down, and uh, make sure, uh, make sure uh, those receivers don't get off on them like they did last year. So. Oh no, they haven't played McDuffie. They they have not played. Yeah, they still him. haven't. Yeah. yeah, I think they ducked Willie Gay too. <laughs> they didn't play against Willie Gay that game either. So that's y'all. Y'all better be ready for that if y'all want to come over here and. It's it's gonna be good, and even if we play Cincinnati, like I I really think that um, our defensive coordinator is gonna be like, hey, Snead, you got Chase, you follow Chase, follow Chase the entire game, and um, we'll, we'll see what McDuffie does. I don't think I don't like putting McDuffie on Higgins. I'd rather put like a Joshua Williams on Higgins just because he can match that length of the size, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but McDuffie against Boyd, I'll take that all day. I'll put Legere Sneed on T Higgins. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put Legere. Yeah, I would do that. And I'll put McDuff because he did really good the first matchup yeah. uh, with Chase. He was locking Chase down, actually. Chase wasn't getting off like he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Even that that holding penalty that they called on Trent, that was a phantom That call. was phantom. Oh, call. That, that was so phantom. Because it was an interception, right? Yeah, they waited was, until after he, the interception yeah. to throw Juan, the flag. Juan took it all the way down the field, and then they threw the flag. So yeah, it, that was a phantom call. So for the most part, and, and Trent was playing those sidelines really good when the receivers catching the ball. He was pushing them out of bounds. He was laying them out, you know, more thin to the to the sideline. So Trent is really good at that. So yeah, I, I'm confident. And these safeties are starting to play better. That's what. Oh, they're playing great right now, and in the perfect moment too. Like Thornhill has come alive in those last couple games. And you know what? If we really look into just three seasons. He has not had a bad season whatsoever. Like, he has come up big. Uh, some of the tackles that this dude is making, I would not trust Tyron Matthew in that, you know, yeah. role. Like, that tackle he made on Josh Jacobs in the first uh, Raiders meeting. Who's going to take down the 230-pound back coming at you full steam? Justin Reed took him down. Uh, same thing when we played Derrick Henry. He was putting his shoulder into Derrick Henry. Yeah. So, these safeties are definitely coming alive. Yeah, I just – I think um... – I think Justin Reed just needed time to figure out the system, get comfortable in this system. You're like, I think we, we, you know, you know how we are, just Chiefs fans. We want instant <laughs> impact, right? Instant <laughs> gratification. Flying around, making plays, catching interceptions, and 
it don't work like that all the time. You know, not all guys are, you know, not all people are gifted like that. There are some guys who can just step into a defense and make impact plays right away. Like if Derwin, if Derwin James somehow became a free agent and he comes to the Chiefs, I ain't make Derwin James first game <laughs> flying around, making pick, hitting people like but you know, Justin Reed, he's a solid, he's a really good safety, but you know, it took some time to, you know, figure out the system. Even Juan, even though Juan knows the system, he still has to get that chemistry with, with Justin, with the other corners and stuff. And he's so playing he's a completely just, different role than he was last year. Yeah, he, he's not he doesn't have a Tyron Matthew out there. Even say what you want about Dan Sorensen, even though he was trash, Dan knew where to be. You know, he just <laughs> it was just him getting yeah. Him. It was like a natural instinct. <laughs> It was just him getting there. That was the problem. He couldn't get there. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, but hey, whatever. <laughs> now, Monday, <laughs> Monday we saw the Cowboys and the Bank and the Buccaneers play, and it, went, and it went and it went exactly how I said it was going to go. Like we all saw, like I don't know how people didn't see this coming, but. I'm sorry. This Bengal, this Buccaneers team was just not that good. They, they're just not. They, they've been yeah, they, they they've been, they've been bad all season. The offense has been struggling. It's it's a struggle for them to score points. Like unless they do that no huddle fast offense stuff, they can't get down the field. They run a game is terrible. Clarence said it best. Leonard Fournette came in un, uh, out of shape. You know, and then he tried to work his way into shape. He's, he just never got it going. That offensive line was beat up. Tom Brady looked unhappy and uninspired. Like he didn't want to look like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, like, <laughs> he looked like he was not having fun whatsoever. And then those was him and the receivers were just off this. Like him and Evans, that was money the past few years. This they've season, been off a lot this year. Drop passes from yeah. Evans overthrows, you know, bad throws from Brady. And I just, it just, it didn't look right. So I'm asking you guys, do you think this is the end of Brady in the NFL? Or do you think this is the end of Brady on the Buccaneers? I'll let you go ahead, Rube. Uh, I think it's the end of Brady on the Buccaneers. And I think that because, I think Brady is about to go into that, you know, tail end of his career where he's like, ah, I'm just going to play and team teams are going to be able to go get him because he's going to generate so much money in the fan base. Right. Like you're going to go get, or if he goes to a Raiders in Las Vegas, Tom Brady in Las Vegas, what, what else do you want with Devontae Adams? You're going to generate all that money. You might not be that good, but you're going to generate all that money. <laughs> Um, or, you know, Tom Brady, who else did they say? I think they were talking about him going to San Francisco. I don't think San Francisco would be a good fit for him, but if, they got if, their stuff figured out. If, if Brock Purdy gets them at least to the Super Bowl. Then or no. even the NFC Championship yeah. game. Uh, yeah, you can wave him. You can wave Tom in San Francisco gone. But, you know, I, I don't think we see the last of him in the NFL. I truly think he'll be back. Uh, you know, if he's back with Tampa Bay, he's back with Tampa Bay. They got to make some serious changes, though. Like, they got to get some protection. They need – get. I'm sorry, get rid of Leonard Fournette. He is – he's not it. He's not the guy he used to be. He is – he's done. Godwin is 
He got his ring. He dipped out. He dipped out. He got his ring. He dipped out. And that contract too. Oh man, that contract was it was uncalled for. But you know, get get Tom another little gadget gadget wide receiver. Godwin. Um, I think Godwin's good. I, I like Godwin. I always like Godwin. I just think he took his time to get off that deal. You know, he just tore his ACL last year, so I think you know next year he'll be back. To being the god one that we you know know yeah but yeah i I don't think it's the end of tom brady nfl i do expect to see him back somewhere yeah i agree yeah i agree with that i expect i don't it's definitely not the end of brady in nfl Mm. this dude's gonna collect these checks as long as people are handing them out and they're gonna be handing them out for a while i mean he'll go wherever like vegas would be a really good spot for him like market wise um sponsorship wise brand wise because he does have his own brand he's he's probably thinking about that in the front of his head in football in the back of his head at this point of his career um that's never been tom before but i think he's he's just at that point now to where unless you have a really really stacked team around him i don't think he can deliver he can take you to the super bowl in the current climate we're in in the nfl especially in the afc side i mean you got all these young quarterbacks trevor lawrence who's going to have Calvin Ridley on that team next year. They're going to have more additions to that roster this offseason because people are going to want to go play there now, and they're not going to have to overpay. So, And then you got Justin Herbert, obviously. you got Patrick Mahomes. Like The AFC is so stacked, I don't see him making it out of it. Honestly, I don't with Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. I mean, all these guys. And the NFC side was probably where he needs to stay if he wants to ever sniff a another Super Bowl because he's not making it out of the AFC live. I mean, there's no way. If I'm him, I'm I'm looking at the commanders. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I might even look at the Saints. I, I, I might go to the Saints. I know the division. <laughs> if Tom Brady goes to the, the Saints. The roster ain't bad. No, I say, man, you got Chris Olave. You, you know, I don't know what's up with Michael Thomas. What, what about Seattle? Or do you think they're – I think they want to pay Gino. They should but just stick with Gino. I think they want to pay Gino. Gino deserves it. Like he does. Don't do that to Gino. Man. <laughs> that'd be that was there. He's gonna get paid. That was there. Look at Gino. Like, thank you for your services, sir. <laughs> thank you for your services. <laughs> We getting there, Rogers, man. <laughs> I love you, man. Thank you, thank you, and thank hey, you for getting us to the play. Hey, and if I'm Gino, if I'm Gino, I go to the Jets. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. I'm like, Gino, go, go to the Jets because you'll make that a team over there. Hey, that's a reunion. We coming all yep. full circle, baby. We coming back. <laughs> And New York would welcome them back with yeah, open arms. Of course they would. Uh, of course I'm they still would. feeling Lamar it, in New York. That's what I'm feeling right now. Lamar in New York or I, Miami. I, I don't know Lamar's personality would work with New York. He's a low-key, laid-back laid back. guy. Yeah. I don't know. So think about New that roster with Lamar. Like, think yeah. about Garrett Wilson, uh, you yeah. know, all those uh, young backs there. And that, that's a that's a good defense. You know, Solo yeah, might yeah. be a good fit for him, too. You never know. Yeah. He might get him tougher. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I'm not saying this is where I just, you know, I don't know. If, I don't know if he <laughs> is that New York market. I mean, if they paying them, then yeah, but yeah. I don't I don't know that New York. I, always, I think that uh, Lamar, like um, Ty said, Miami. Um, I, I think Atlanta. I think Atlanta might be a spot. Me too. Where I think that would be, be a good scary. Fit. That would be scary. If, if I'm Atlanta, I'm on the phone like, hey, what y'all want? They were already in on Deshaun Watson last exactly. year. Exactly. Now you get you get a quarterback without the scandal. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but think about like that Atlanta offense, right? That's just a bunch of athletes. That's yeah. just a yeah. bunch of athletes. I bet you Cal Pitts going to get the ball more. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, he yeah. definitely caught and Drake London too. Yeah. Drake London yeah. and Cordell Patterson coming out the backfield and then lining him up at receiver. That'd be a fun offense to watch. Even that rookie running back's really he's really made some noise mm-hmm. at the end of the season. Was it Tyler Allister or whatever? Yeah, Allegier. Allegier, yeah. He's they got good. a pretty good pass rusher over there in Atlanta too. Gary or uh great Grady, Grady Jarrett. Jarrett. Yeah. Yeah, he's coming along. They need to add one more. They need to add one more guy over there. But still, yeah. No, they got AJ cold. Terrell in that yeah, secondary. Like they got a lot of young cold. pieces. He's a ball. That dude is cold. He's a ball. He's, he's top ten. Yeah, he shuts people down. Like, I give him top five. That kid can that kid can lock some receivers down. It's just the other side. <laughs> the other side <laughs> being exposed. <laughs> well, they got Rashad Fitton out there yeah. somewhere. Oh man, I mean, they do got Rashad Fitton <laughs> out cooked. there. Yeah, not that getting cooked. <laughs> not turning his head around. Like Pass interference every play. Because Stan Finn, I loved him. You know, he, he had a was, good, solid couple of years. Yeah, so. then like this year, he was just like, he was like, holding and pass interference. And this is like, all right, man, we got to take our chances with Joshua Williams. <laughs> yeah, watching him, man. <laughs> Nazi Johnson at one oh, point was probably over him. in the game. Caprio Boodle, I don't care. <laughs> him Chris Lemons. <laughs> Put him on special teams, man. Let him be a gunner or something. <laughs> no. No, uh, no, but, you know, yeah. I think uh, Atlanta would be good for Lamar Jackson. That, that Atlanta community would embrace. Uh, the yep, the, the culture fit. he would fit it pretty well. That Michael Vick 2.0 type deal going on. Yeah, you know? yeah they would love him. They would love him. So. Now we got a quarterback being a little disrespectful to Arrowhead, <laughs> Sunshine, aka the Prince that's promised. Being a little disrespectful to everybody. Obviously, the environment and the atmosphere we're going to play in is one of, if not the best in the NFL. I mean, I can't imagine it'll be much louder than our fans were here on Saturday, honestly, but that was when we were on defense. What you just said? What did he, he just said it? What did he? Let's play. Obviously, the environment and the atmosphere we're going to play in is one of, if not the best in the NFL. I mean, I can't imagine it'll be much louder than our fans were here on Saturday, honestly, but that was when we were on defense, not offense. So he, he, we... Somebody want to tell him? Somebody want to tell him what he's in for on, on Saturday? He's in for a long, long, long day, especially with the snow coming down. The fans don't give a damn if there's snow or not. They're going to show up. They're going to scream. 
it's really like locking a whole bunch of psychos in a room and telling them to yell. And it's going to be so loud. Trevor Lawrence is going to, I'm telling you, it's, he's going to be shocked. We'll see a look in his eyes when he realizes, oh, wait, this, this is a whole different beast than it was. When he's. <laughs> <laughs> And the and is like, what? What? Run that way? Run that way? <laughs> what? Slant? Yeah. All right. I got. Oh. Oh, man. There's going to be so many false starts. Delay again. <laughs> Offense. I mean, even Seattle struggled a little bit with it in that one game. Yeah. There was a couple of false starts on them, and it, they're. They're coming from one of the other loudest stadiums in the NFL for them to struggle. They should be used to it, dog. You know, Seattle should be used to it. Exactly. Pro man stuff, but. Jacksonville, what? Did you have 5,000 fans there for week (laughs) one, the home opener? (laughs) They probably got a pump sounds in. Got to put on the speakers and stuff. (laughs) Somebody loud in Jacksonville. A bunch of old people in Jacksonville. Too old to be yelling. Man. It was past their nah, bedtime last Saturday crazy. night. They so woke up. They all the went to newspaper. sleep. Yeah, they woke up, read the newspaper, said, "What?" They came back. Oh wow! Guess we should have left. Guess we should have left early, honey. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, and then Josh Allen talking trash too. Oh. I didn't see that. I didn't see that one. Yeah, he said they ready. They coming. We're going to win. He's talking about the Bengals game? Oh, he's talking about pass rusher Josh Allen. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, oh yeah. okay. I thought you were talking about the other Josh Allen. I don't know why he like talking because you was about to be a chief before the trade deadline. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they was trying to ship you out. Right. Yeah, it was about they to was trying to trade you off. Right, like, come on, man, like, chill out. He didn't play too particularly well the last time we met, brother. Like, the only like... defensive player I know is Cisco, and that's that. I, he the only one that made noise in my eyes in that mm-hmm. game. Nobody mm-hmm. else really could stop us. We mm-hmm. were we were going over them like we were crazy. We ran the ball on them too, like Pop mm-hmm. was killing them that game. Yep. Yeah, so I don't know why they why they chirping at us like we haven't done this before. <laughs> I just think I just think experience, man. We just we just they two we are just a better team. We're just a better team and we should win this game, man. Like and the Jaguars are naive coming into this game. They don't realize they're not gonna realize until they step foot on that field. Um and the kickoff's about to happen. That's when they're gonna realize this is way bigger than I thought it was. This is I done messed up. If we if we so happen and like I said I don't see this for coming, only way we lose this game is Patrick Mahomes has one of his worst games. Dudes is fumbling the football. Dudes are dropping punts. buff punts, dropping passes, like things of that, like that. Like it, it would just have to be a collapse. <laughs> like the Chargers. Yeah, like the Chargers. Yeah, like the Chargers. Pretty much. All right, fellas. Before we get into our game, let's break. Let's talk about these divisional round games. Give me your picks. You know what I'm saying? You know, the game after us is Giants and Eagles. Then we got Sunday slate. 
with the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills and then the Cowgirls <laughs> and the 49ers. <laughs> yep, with all them Cowgirls. Uh, I'll start out with um, <laughs> um let's go uh, with the Giants versus the Eagles. Uh, it's going to come down to Jalen Hurts. I, mm-hmm. I honestly think it's going to come down to Jalen Hurts. If he come out there and play like Jalen, you know, those first – 16 weeks and he came out or well no 15 weeks because he didn't play week 16 he come out there and play like that then i don't think the giants have a chance with their roster what the eagles can do uh, on their defensive side their defense is pretty good so i think they come out but you know what i'm not gonna count out daniel jones either because that dude is a different quarterback with the ball the ball yep. is the coach he got to be the coach of the year he's got to be the coach of the year you right. took a quarterback who everybody said was a bust and he's got his first playoff win this year. And he looks like he is definitely the leader of that team. So I'm not going to count them out. And Saquon's playing great as well. And uh, Thibodeau, oh, man, I, I like what I see in that dude. That dude is a relentless pass rusher. Um, and then as far as the Cowgirls in San Francisco, San Francisco, I love – that's my second favorite team. The Chiefs will always be my favorite team. But San Francisco's going to light them up. And it's going. They're, they're not going to see anything like that coming. Dak hasn't played a defense like that, I don't think. That defense is absolute. No, that Tampa Bay genius. defense is old. Compared to this it's old defense. and hurtful and, you know, and but that Fred Warner, that pass rush in Bosa, whoo, I don't know. I don't think Dak can get through that. And then um, as far as the Bengals versus the Bills, like you said, uh, Chris, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a head, you know, point toss. Like, who's going to win? We don't know. Go Bills and go Bengals. I don't, I don't really know who's going to win that game. You know, it might come down to last possession, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to be a last possession field goal in that game for sure. <laughs> you know, it is. It, Carl Schefter's calling that game. I don't know how, but oh. I'm just glad he's not, he's not on our game. So, hey, I don't care. They can deal with Schefter's all they want. But as far as the games, I'm picking the Eagles, too. Um, I think the I think this will be a closer game than people expect. I see this being like the three to seven point game. We already seen in the first round what's like when you play that divisional team for the third time. It's hard. They know your tendencies. They know what you want to do. They know how you're going to try to do that. So, but if Hurts plays and he's healthy, well, we know he's playing. But if he's playing like himself, like you said, Rube, like he was playing before, then I think the Eagles will take care of business, and I think that's going to happen. But I do think the Giants make it a close game. In the Cowboys and 49ers, I can't pick against Brock Purdy right now. Mr. Irrelevant. He's Mr. Relevant now, like you said a couple weeks ago, Chris. The way he's been playing, I mean, he had four touchdowns in that last game. And he started out pretty slow in that first half. But he was able to make those adjustments in the second half. Um, so I expect in the win, I think Dak Prescott, like you said, he's going to struggle against this defense. And then as far as the Bengals and Bills, this is where I'm back and forth at, right? Because I want to pick the Bengals, but they got that beat-up offensive line. And I look at the Bills, and Josh Allen really underwhelmed me last time. And if he plays like that against uh, the Bengals, there's no chance in hell they win. So I'm going to pick the Bengals because I think it comes down to who the better quarterback is in this game. And I honestly believe Joe Burrow is better than Josh Allen. He's the more technical quarterback. Like you said earlier, Chris, he's a pocket passer. He doesn't have to take those deep shots. I think that was all by design with their offense because 
they said they let him, you know, make some decisions on the play calling after the slow start. We've seen a lot more checkdowns. We've seen a lot more running the ball. They've just been, you know, matriculating the ball down the field and little by little getting down there while the Bills, they need those – they they live off of those big plays because a lot of times if they don't get that big play, it's a three and out. Yeah. So that's my reason for picking the Bengals. But I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first game, the Giants and Eagles, it's like Ty said, I think it's going to be closer than what people give it credit for. I think Danny Dimes is playing really good. Um, like like Rube said, though, it comes down to Jalen Hurts, man. If Jalen Hurts is not Jalen Hurts, Eagles are going to lose. They can lose this game. And as much as as good as this defense is, Davis can be scored on. Like, you see, he can be scored on if, if, if you know, if Saquon is getting off, and that's the key. If Saquon yep. can get it off. That opens up everything. That's going to open up everything for Slayton, for Hodges, and for Richie James. And for Bellinger to tie it in. So that's going to be really key um, in that game. But I'm going to pick the Eagles in a close game, like a 27-24 type deal. Um, I think um, the Bengals and Bills, I'm going to roll with the Bengals on this one, and this is why. I just think that there's going to be more nuances to that offense of the Bengals. I think that they learned from last week. Like, all right, yeah, we we gotta do something. They gotta do some chipping on Trey Hendrickson. Um, they're gonna have to use the running backs more, run the football more. I don't think it's gonna be a lot of Jamar. Like, I think Jamar Chase and them are gonna get theirs when they need it. But I think this is gonna be more so a Joe Mixon, a, a, a Samaji P Ryan type game, and they're gonna do a lot of short routes um, and just nickel and dime down the field keep Josh Allen off the field, and I think yep. they're going to do enough to win the game. I think Josh Allen is going to probably throw a bad pick because <laughs> he does it every game. Every week. Yeah, red yeah. zone interception. Weekly turnover. Weekly turnover. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be a crucial turnover <laughs> where I could see a possibly a pick six. So um, I just think that he's going to make a couple – I think he's going to have a turnover or two that's going to, you know, make them lose this game and ultra Parks is going to be pretty sad that day. Yeah, they, they're probably going to go after Josh Allen that day. So <laughs> he's going to, he's going to no be way. the golden boy. It's the yeah. golden boy. He's going to be the bronze boy. They're going to change the playoff format just to get the Bills into the, back into the uh, playoff winning column. It's a three-game series, best of three. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> now, the Niners and, and, and Cowboys. This is where we're going to see what Brock Purdy has made up because this is going to be the right. best defense he's played against because uh, no disrespect to Seattle. That's, that they ain't the Cowboys defense, and they don't have a Michael Parsons. They don't have a Michael Parsons on that side of the ball, or even a Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. They don't have a Dexter Lawrence. They don't have. No, they don't have none of that. Or, you know, Marcus Lawrence. They don't have none of that. So I just think that it, I think this is going to be a low scoring game. Actually, like I can see a twenty seventeen type game. Like I think both quarterbacks are going to have their struggles, and I just think whoever has the ball last. Uh, to get down the field and kick a field goal is going to win this game. And I'm going to give that you to the 49 You can't trust the Cowboys 
these kickers, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the I'm gonna give it to the 49ers because I think the 49ers defense is going to make more right. plays and Dak Prescott is more prone to throw a pick or to or you know fumble the football. I just think that and I don't think their running game is gonna be as effective. Um no. in this game. So if Pollard's not getting off, if Pollard's not getting off, then it might be a blowout. But <laughs> um the only thing I will look out for is the matchup between CD Lamb and Shaverius Ward. Shaverius Ward is getting cooked like he got cooked last week. Um, like he got cooked last year with us. Last year, Jamar Chase. <laughs> but even but even last week, um DK was giving him everything. Yeah, he was. So, he was, he was. <laughs> so we'll we'll you know that matchup is gonna be big. If CD Lamb is getting off, then the Cowboys got a chance. But and and Dalton Schultz is the X factor. In this game. And Michael Gallup too. Gallup too, yeah. But Schultz is the expected as far as over the middle plays and check down. So yep. was in the red zone too. So um, but I, I got the 49ers win in like a 20, 20 to 17 type game. It's not gonna be as you know high flying and all these weapons flying around. You know, I just think it's gonna be a defensive game. So yeah, man, should be exciting. It will be. Hopefully, nope. hopefully we'll be chilling to watch these games and not angry. <laughs> That's what it sucks I'm about done. the early game. I know, man. <laughs> you sit back like, ah. That's what sucks. <laughs> Looking at, you don't even want to watch football. Like, no, I'm, yeah. done. Yeah. I'm done. I'll probably be done with the NFL. Like, I don't even want to watch this, man. I don't care who wins. I hope they tie. <laughs> <laughs> Can they both lose? <laughs> Nobody wants to see Jacksonville in the answer. Yeah. So, well, in the bye week, injuries was the thing. You know, we want to come into this game healthy. Now, one player in particular that we thought we was getting back don't look too good. And there's another player that Ty said that he would come to Arrowhead and blow it up if he ends up on the field in CDH. <laughs> oh, oh, man. He said he's going to blow Arrowhead up and, and take uh, Clark Hunt for ransom. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, but seriously. CEH is on, you know, they took him off our, well, he's, you know, in the 21 window, him and Jody Fortson. Good to see Fortson back. It's it is good to see Fortson. But the main thing is Miko Hartman. And, right. you know, a lot of us talked going into this offseason about Miko. You know, everybody was in the mindset that Miko was going to have his best year. And that if he, uh, and not having his best year, I mean, if he has his best year, he probably won't be a chief no Right now, it might be a little bit more realistic for him to come back on a one-year deal. Don't be surprised, Chief Kingdom, if he signs a one-year deal and comes back and tries to ties the ball out. So, how are you guys feeling about Miko possibly not coming back for the season, and Ch and Jordy Fortson coming back? Yeah, I'll let you go first, Rube. Oh man. Uh as far as McCole, no, I agree with you. I think Ty said it like a couple weeks back that with that injury, McCole comes back and bets on himself uh the next year. Comes back into the offense he's familiar with, the quarterback he's familiar with. 
Um, and he might light it up. We don't know. Uh, honestly, before that injury, that 49ers game, I thought McCole was about to become into his own. I thought he was feeling mm-hmm. himself. I thought he was back. I'm like, all right, this dude is about to start ripping the top off. Then that injury, you know, came. But um, I think, you know, the growth of McCole over the last couple of years, we've seen some on, some off. I don't see him done as a chief, especially the relationship that he has with this right. team. Like, and I think, you know, I, if he would have balled out, I think he would have got that Christian Kirk type deal either from us or from somebody else. Um, and as far as like CEH, as much as we all, you know, can't stand him running in between the tackles, he gets lost in the red zone, and that's what Patrick Mahomes loves. That's He loves that because you got all these other weapons flying around, and then you forget, wait a minute, where's the <laughs> five foot five? Like, where's that five foot five uh, running back at? Like, and then you look at he in the end zone, right? Like, I don't think Ty like that. He's going to go take it. He's going to go he take gonna it. He's going to fumble the damn ball. <laughs> Key possession. We're gonna pull McKinnon out the game. Yeah. Oh, but you just never know. You know what? Yeah. I would much rather have Rojo right now. No, I'm not gonna disagree with that. I think he's figuring it out. That's another change of pace back. It's another physical yeah. back. That's a battering ram back there, and you know that'll take the pressure off um, Pac. They'll take the pressure off McKinnon. Um, and then as far as Fortson, I love our tight end room. I think it is the best tight end room in the National Football League. I honestly do. Mm-hmm. Noah Gray, Travis Kelsey, jo- Jody, Blake Bell. Uh, was it Franks, too, I think we had? Yep. Jordan Franks. That's a little bit of everything with that mix. I mean, blocking, uh, athleticism, like you get a little bit of everything. And they all learning from the best tight end in the game right now. Right. Like, yeah. And that's, that's just going to up their game. So yeah. I think that tight end room is one of our more underrated uh, – you know, aspects of our offense. When we get in that tight end set, man, that's tough to that stop. That set. is so tough to stop. So, uh, yeah, it's good to see pe- some people back. But, you know, we can we can keep Clyde on the sideline if that's what Ty wants. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Look, y'all going to stop dissing on CEO, man. Get along, man. Send him to the Bengals for Jesse Bates. Yeah, not doing that. The only thing you get for CEH is one of those little 25 cent bag of chips you see yeah, at the dollar yeah, store. With air in it, with half of air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, half of his air. You get like three chips. You're not, you're not getting that. But no, um, look, yeah, uh, it sucks about me, Cole. Uh, ho- hopefully, you know. The situation that he has with his, you know, pelvis, stomach, whatever it is. Hopefully, it's not as serious, you know, where it's career ending or something like that. Hopefully, you know, he gets back, he gets well. Um, but he, I mean, you know, I know we got Kadarius Tony, but Kadarius Tony's health is, you know, it's still a concern. You never know, you know. He hopefully he stays healthy throughout these playoffs because. Kadarius Tony is a, is a is a secret weapon almost. Right. That, you know, Andy Reid is probably going to unleash in these playoffs and be like, "Wait, wait, like you you think he's something now? Wait until next year when I really incorporate this kid into the offense." But I just think that because I think Kadarius Tony is somebody that nobody they no team was really accounted for him because he hasn't been on the field, so they don't right. know. They don't know they what don't, to expect. They don't have no like they got a little bit of tape on them, but like 
don't know all he can do and what he's going to do in this offense. And you're going to have to respect him. Like when he do them jet sweeps, the defense got to respect it now because they didn't see it. Like <laughs> you seen what he can do in the open field when he's in space. And even when he doesn't have creases or spaces, he has so much wiggle and, 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 and just can maneuver. I think that's what he does a little bit better than Miko. Like, I think Miko is a yeah. deep threat and he's good. But I just think Kadarius Tony is a way better athlete. Like, he just he does certain things that a lot of people can't do. He, he's not Tyreek Hill, but he can do Tyreek-esque type things. Like, he doesn't have that right. speed, but he can move and shake and shift. I can see him on a, on a cross around him. Patrick throw it to him and he takes it 40 to 50 yards down the field. I can see Kadarius Tony do that. So I'm not going to sit here and say Miko is not a huge loss, but it's not as big as a loss with Kadarius Tony on the team. So right. um, he could do a lot of the stuff that um, Miko can do. And then hopefully we get Sky Moore back. Hopefully they ramp Sky Moore up in these playoffs and get him some more looks because we all know how we all feel about Scott Moore, man. We know that the kid has talent. He's got the potential. They just got to put him in, in, in the spaces and give him more reps. You know, <clears throat> we want to see him more than Justin Watson. I'm sorry. We just do. We want to see him more. <laughs> it's not asking for too much, is it? I'm just saying. Oh. I, I, I just think he's the better receiver out of the two. That's you just catch one deep about. ball and everybody thinks he's back. And I'm like, no, this dude's going to drop I'm, six other balls. Easy completions. Yeah, and, and I just don't like that. And, and it's not all Justin Watson's fault, you know, Pat, you know, on some of the throws. But I would like him to try to help his quarterback out and fight for the ball a little bit more, come back to the ball. Especially when you're six foot four. Yeah, come back to the ball, sir. Like, go away <laughs> for the ball to just hit your hands. If you see it floating a little bit and it's going to be short, come back. That's <laughs> it, <laughs> Uh, I got that's my problem with MVS. Like, come back to the ball, man. Like, man, or jump. Like, can you jump? Jump yeah, a little can, bit. Can you jump? All you got to do is jump a little bit off the ground, and you'll get the ball. <laughs> Six foot twenty, man. What are you doing? <laughs> that's why I don't think he's gonna be on the team next year. I think he's. You know what? As as much I'm looking into that, I honestly don't think he might. Especially like when we did our mock draft and seeing those like wide receivers that were in the third and fourth round. You got a Mims in the third round, and then you got Zay Flowers there. Like, and it's that kid from Nebraska, too, that's still sitting there. Yeah. Uh, you might, and honestly, we might take a shot at going to get a veteran wide receiver. We don't know what's going to happen with DeAndre Hopkins. We, we could go get him and just, you know, re-sign Juju and McColl and let go of MBS. Don't let Clarence hit it. Don't let Clarence <laughs> Players, if you're watching, skip that last part. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> I think I think we all would take Hopkins with open arms. Especially if it's like a third round pick. He's better than anything oh. in third round. Oh, go ahead. Take that third round pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, third but... round pick and a glass of milk for uh, yeah. Kyler. <laughs> third round pick and me call. All I care for. You have MVS. Throw Kyler a new controller in the deal. No, no. Don't, don't <laughs> Clyde. Him and Clyde the same height. They'd be fine back there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Well, um, well, as far as CEH goes, I mean, look, the man knows the offense. 
You know Andy's going to put him in some reps. You just know. You know. You he's know. going to get a couple carries. He's talking really bad over there. <laughs> it is what it is, man. He knows the offense. He knows it. It is what it is. So, hey, hopefully he makes, hopefully he makes the most of his carries. Hopefully we right. see. We've yeah. seen. Let's not act like we early in the season we won on Clyde's team. He was making plays in the beginning of the season. Right? He was That's balling the, in the red zone, especially the in the, the red season. zone. I will he give him balling. that. If we're using him in the red zone, I won't be mad because I've seen. But if we're running him in between the tackles and he's he's getting a yard per carry, two yards per carry, I'm gonna be furious. Look, we got Isaiah Pacheco, we got Jerick McKinnon. These these need to be the two uh, lead backs heading into these playoffs. You need to split the split it between them. Maybe you have Clyde come in three or four carries, um, kind of like what Rojo has been doing. That's what I would want for Clyde at most. But if he's taking touches away from McKinnon in the red zone, who I actually think personally I think is a better red zone running back, especially in that receiving game. He just always finds a way to get open. Clyde kind of was doing that early in the season. Um, but McKinnon, he's like – he was a quarterback, so he knows how to be a quarterback's best friend, what spots uh, Pat's want, Pat wants him to be at and how he wants to get it there. So as long as if he's not taking away carries from them, I really don't – like I'm really not going to be mad. But if he's taking carries away from them, you're going to see it on Twitter. <laughs> I'm retweeting all of it every – Clyde's going to make a 50-yard run to the end zone. Like, take that, Ty. <laughs> We're going to tag him in there on Saturday when it happens. <laughs> hey, I, won't, I won't even be mad. I'll be like, hey, I was wrong. <laughs> but, no, you know, hey, it's, it's okay to have a little depth. Depth is always good, you know. Injuries happen in the playoffs. You know, you never know. I don't know. Melvin Gordon's on the practice squad. <laughs> you say elevator. <laughs> elevator. No, I, you knew have the I knew that was coming. You, don't you want can't that. have the fumbler out. I would take CH over yeah, the fumbler. You don't want that problem. <laughs> he had the end zone. Definitely not in the fumbler. playoffs. Like that ship has sailed for him. You give them a scooping score at the end zone. I'm gonna be mad. You know? We all gonna be really mad. So yeah. But yeah, it's good to get a little dead back. We'll see how it works out. So now hopefully Miko, you know, his situation is that serious. Yeah, especially. I mean, because I like Miko. Um, I know he's interacted with Rube a few times on Twitter, even over this last week. So like I really like Miko. He's a good dude. Um, I really like his mentality. I just like the player heading into this season. Like you said, I thought he was going to have a really big season. I wasn't saying a thousand yards, but I thought this was going to be definitively his best season. And I still would say it was definitively his best season. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, Andrew. Um, I was in the spaces earlier and they was, they put a recording of Miko. I guess Miko came into the spaces like in November, right when he had got on yeah. IR. They said he was pretty vulnerable and talking about like everything behind the scenes. So, you know, Chief Keno, if you get a chance, you know, I'll try to retweet it out there. You guys go back to listen to that spaces. Uh, what's your name? Auntie was in the spaces today. Patrick Mahomes. Really? Yes. His auntie, uh, Pat Senior's uh, sister, was in the spaces. Like she was giving us behind the scenes stuff. Like when he got the reason why he acts away when it comes to Chicago was. She said that Chicago told him that they was going to take him. 
Wow. Wow. And they did it. They took yeah. they took Trubisky. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then um uh Lee Steinbaum was like, oh man, he's gonna go to Cleveland. And that's when I guess Patrick Mahomes was on the phone, was like, hey, Kansas City, come get me. <laughs> I ain't going to Cleveland. No, say help. Me. help. <laughs> he said the best is the beach. Help me. SOS. SOS. He's like, I swear I will throw a 5,000 yards if you do this. I, sw- I swear. I- How many times? 50? I'll do it. <laughs> but she was, so she was really cool, man. She, uh, she, she was really insightful, really cool person. Like, she was in there talking about a lot of stuff. So shout out to her. Uh, yeah, she was in the spaces, like giving us. That's crazy all the to time. think that, though, right? Like, yeah. I, honestly, like when I watched that draft, I knew we were going to get a quarterback, but honestly, I did not think it was Patrick. I Watson. thought we were getting Deshaun Watson. I thought it was Deshaun Watson. Too. I thought, like, man, Deshaun and I was Watson totally happy Reed. with the pick. Like, I was like Deshaun Watson. I was like so happy about the pick before it even happened. It was Mahomes. I wasn't mad about the pick because I watched him play. Yeah. In college, I watched a lot of Big 12 football, and I was like, oh, they, they're getting a project. I wouldn't say he was a project, but it took him some – you know, I think that year really did help him yeah. personally. She said that too. She said that she told – like he said, he wasn't ready his rookie year to start. Like that, that year where he sat behind Alex Smith, he said, helped him a lot. Like he learned that. how to become a pro. And Alex, Smith, and Alex Smith, she said Alex Smith was such a, you know, a good guy and helping him out. And I think that the whole Alex Smith helping Mahomes out came from him in the Colin Kaepernick situation. Yep. You know, he had to do the same thing with Colin Kaepernick because he got hurt that season. And so he had to, you know, help him out, and, you know, help Colin Kaepernick out along the way. So it is, you know, so he was used to it. You know what I'm saying? And they knew he probably knew that at the end of the day, they was going to send him to a team. You know, trade him away. They weren't gonna trade him to some you know bad franchise or nothing like that. He's gonna send him somewhere decent with some weapons or whatever. Or he got. And they were having. They were doing pretty good before it went down. They were on pace to win that division. And yeah. he got hurt. Had an unfortunate injury, but hey, man, he's doing good on ESPN right now. So yeah, he is. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he is. So he's making the big bucks. Yeah, he is. So, all right, fellas, let's get into the game, man. The key components of the game on offense fellas if we want to beat the jacksonville jaguars what do we have to do i would say not turn the ball over stick with the running game and protect patrick mahomes would be my three biggest things because this defensive line did not play pretty well the last time we played them i think they only got 10 pressures on the day um, which is not including sacks, which they might have got one or two sacks last time. But if this defensive line does show up, because they do have some high picks on that, you know, you got Josh Allen, you got Trayvon Walker, you got some players in the middle, uh, Fadukazi from the Jets. So they got some players on that defensive line. It's going to be important that the Chiefs are able to uh, keep Patrick Mahomes upright. And if they can do that, and Patrick Mahomes will play a clean game and no turnovers will happen. Um, no, I, I agree. Like one big thing I think we need to uh, lean on is that running game. Let them boys right. cook. let Pac and let McCann cook. Let them go out there. And like I continue to tweet out, that offensive line is built to run. That is a physical offensive line. Let them boys run. Let them get in between the tackles. Uh, and then on offense too, just consistency. Uh, you know, passing game. We don't always got to go for the deep shot. We Patrick has got so much better not relying on that deep shot, but taking what right. the defense gives you, 
Um, Travis Kelsey is a big part of that. Uh, keeping Juju on the field, because when he played against the Jags that first time, before that concussion, he was having a big game. He was catching everything his way. And he he just – he's too physical for those defensive backs. So uh, that and um, let's, uh, let's just clean up the small things on offense and let's not turn that ball over. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you guys, man. You know, be mistake free on offense, no turnovers, um, running that football. You know, I want to see Pacheco not just in the first quarter, but in the second and the third quarter, <laughs> right? Not just the first and then in the fourth when we need to close it out. Like, at least give him 15 carries, man. If he can get 15 carries, then that's good. That I, I think Pacheco can have a good game. You know, 80 to some, you know, 80 to 90 yards, especially it's snowing. Outside, like, come on now. This is the perfect. He looked like he liked the snow. <laughs> from New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, he's from New Jersey. Of course he likes the snow. He's, he's used to the snow. So this is where you use Pacheco and run him in the snow, you know. Um, and, and Pat being mistake-free, not, not forcing anything, uh, not trying to do too much because he wants to get this win. Like, play within the offense. Just, you know, do what you need to do. But And these tackles, Orlando Brown and Andrew Wilde. I need you to be on your best behaviors, fellas. I need y'all to do your best. <laughs> best behavior. Let me let me ask y'all this. This ain't got nothing to do with like the game, but in the offseason, what you doing with Orlando Brown? What you guys doing with? It all predicates on these playoffs. Yeah, I agree. If, if he balls out in these play, if I don't notice Orlando Brown getting smoked. And he's holding down that left side. And we get to the super, we get to Arizona. And we get to Arizona and win the Super Bowl, and he's instrumental in that. Then we can sit at the table and talk about a contract. We can sit right. at the table and talk about a contract. I but, can take that. <laughs> but but even even if we still let's say we do still go to the Super Bowl and win, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in spite of him, <laughs> then we franchise tag him. And I'm not mad if they keep if they playing one more year on the franchise tag. And draft his successor, and right? The successor sit, maybe even play on the right side until you know he gets the following year, flip over to the left side. But um, that would that's what I would do. Well, okay. if you could trade him and get some picks, trade him and get some picks, and and I guess you got to go out there and see if you can get a left tackle, uh, like a Lermy Tunsil, maybe. Yep, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't mad at it. You know, you throw him a little first round. <laughs> get two first round picks. Y'all need all the picks y'all can get, man, because y'all yeah. suck. Y'all need everything. <laughs> <laughs> all the picks you can get. <laughs> They got they got position of need everywhere. On the draft night, it's gonna say everything <laughs> besides running back. They need quarterback. They need receivers. <laughs> they need skill position, uh, offensive line. They need trenches. They need it like kicker. They, they need a punter. They good at they good at one side of the corner and a safety. That's it. They need another corner. <laughs> they need another safety. They need pass rush. They need everything. So. Yeah, but no. If, if if Orlando Brown balls out in the playoffs, I'm not opposed to paying. I don't know about number one overall left tackle money, but top five. Money. I get top five. I'm not paying him more than Trent Williams at all. No, no, no. Not, I wouldn't pay him more than Trent Williams. He's not getting paid more than Larry Thompson. So this is no. what it is. So yeah, 
Yeah, we 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 not doing that. You can get a little bit under them, a little bit under them. So, it's like a good ten million under it. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you twelve. He should be honestly. He should be in the twelve to fifteen million range. Yeah, he should be. He should be. But he thinks he's in the 25, no, 20, 25 million dollar range, no. which we all know he no. isn't. He bumped his head. No. <laughs> we'll ship your ass to Chicago. Good luck. <laughs> 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 Justin would get so mad at us. What y'all send me? Y'all a refrigerator. That's what we send you a refrigerator. Right to the bed. Good luck. You feel like you don't see how it feels to go from first to worst. <laughs> you got Byron over here. You got Pringle over here. You'd be all right. <laughs> it's way colder in Chicago. So. Wendy, man. So, yeah. All right. On defense, fellas, if we're going to win this game, what do we got to do on defense? Ooh, defense. You go ahead, defense. You know what? It's tackling. Let's just make it that simple. Tackling, not letting third and 14 turn into first and 10. Those mm-hmm. are big. Third down drives me nuts with the Chiefs because I know, like, either we, you know, either we get a stop or they're getting a big game for some strange reason. Right. Again, that um, so, deep ball. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So let's let's see that, and then uh, Chris Jones, like, let's see him light that offensive line up, and you know, pay attention to detail, boys. Uh, with Joshua Williams or Jalen Watson, we don't know who's going to be out there on the other side. We know Trent McDuffie and Steve's going to be out there, but with Joshua Williams or Watson, watch out for the penalties. Let's not get all grabbing, and you know, let's just be smart because this is the playoffs. Those small penalties in a regular season is okay. But here in the playoffs, it's a different ball game. Yep. So I say just just consistency and tackling. Let's let's get that down. Yeah, I agree with all with all those points. Um, I think Chris Jones. He really. I'm not saying he has to have a big game to get his contract, but it's time, man. It's time. Aaron Donald staring down retirement. Okay, it's time to cement your name as the best defense tackle in the league. I know a lot of people will say he already did that. But I'll point to playoff stats. We need to see him do it in the playoffs. We played a lot of playoff games for him to have zero sacks. I mean, let's call it like it is. We played a lot of playoff games. I get he's getting double teamed. A lot of time he's freeing up Frank Clark in the playoffs. Um, So that's another thing to watch out for. Frank Clark could have a big day. He always turns it up in the playoffs. I don't know what it is about Clark, but it's like – I don't know if the speed just gets a little bit faster in the playoffs or what, but I agree with everything on defense. And if we can get to Trevor Lawrence um, consistently, which I think we'll be able to do. I know the Chargers uh, defensive line actually struggled a little bit in that second half, but I don't think it was anything the offensive line was doing. I think the Jaguars have a really big offensive line and the Chargers have a whole bunch of speed rushers. And once that speed's not beating those big guys, those big guys are getting a lot more confident. So, and I think we got a lot of big guys on this line. I mean, obviously, Chris Jones, Carlos Dunlap's a pretty big defensive end. Karloftis will bring you that uh, high motor element. So, I think we're going to be able to get to Trevor Lawrence. I think everything starts there. If we can get to him, we're going to create turnovers. Um, the Arrowhead crowd's going to get to him, it's going to be getting really loud on those third downs. We're going to need that because we cannot be pressing. Uh, going man coverage on third and 14. That's what's killed us this year. Let's call it like it is. Spags gets a little aggressive on those third and longs. Sit back uh, and tackle. Like you said, sit back and tackle. 
Yeah, um, it's simple. Stop ETN. Right. Do not let ETN have a big game. Making life easy for Trevor Lawrence. If we stop him, make him one-dimensional, make make Trevor Lawrence have to throw the football, this defensive line can eat. Chris Jones can get his first sack. George Karloftis can do his thing. Dunlap, Clark, Saunders, Diana, the whole lot. If we stop ETN, and we did a pretty good job with it the first matchup. Yep. So I want to see it do it again. In that Raiders game against Jacobs, we really yeah. two yards per yeah. carry. Exactly. Yeah. So stop, stop ETN. Do not let ETN get off on you guys. If you do that, we should win this game pretty soon. And that's how I feel. All right. Uh, key matchup. Key matchup. I'm thinking it's Chris Jones versus them guards. I think that's the key matchup for me because they're going to have to double team Chris Jones. If they think their guard is going to go one-on-one against Chris Jones and slow him down, they are sadly mistaken and they will learn fast that that's not going to work. So that's the key matchup for me. It's him eating up those blocks up the middle with those guards, giving creating one-on-ones for pretty much everybody else. Uh, I got two solid key matchups. Um, I got Legarius Snee and Christian Kirk. That's a that's a key matchup to me because Christian Kirk is coming into his own. He's definitely developed a relationship with his quarterback, uh, and we've learned to trust Legarius Snee, shadowing you know their best receiver. Yeah. And I honestly think that that's their best receiver, other than uh, I, you know Evan Ingram is a good one too. But uh, I think just Christian Kirk is the guy. And then as far as like on offense. I think Josh Allen versus our tackles. That's that's just that. You know, can he's a very fast, bend it all rusher. You know, can Orlando Brown or can the Wileys hold up? We know Trey Smith can come over and, and you know bulldoze somebody up. We know what Creed can do. We know what Tooney can do. But can our tackles hold up against Josh Allen? Because he didn't do that much in the first game, but he can heat up really fast. Exactly. I'm going knee safety versus Evan Ingram. Justin Reed, Juan Thornhill, Ryan Cook. Even the linebackers a little bit on that. Willie, Willie Gay. They got to put Willie Gay on Ingram. They got no choice. Do not put 47 on Ingram. <laughs> or 54 on Ingram. <laughs> oh, man, you're asking for trouble with that. Do not put either one of those guys on there. He's going to have 175 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, that's a matchup. Uh, the Legereus Snee and Christian Kirk one is interesting because I think Legereus Snee, when he came into that game, the last game, he was hurt. Yep. He was a tail. He was a little beat Christian up. Kirk, Christian Kirk was getting some off. So, I think Legereus Snee definitely wants that matchup back. So, that'll be interesting to see if Legereus Snee – I have confidence a healthy Jerry Sneed can do his job against Christian Kirk. Um, and on offense, like I said before, this offensive line versus that defensive line. If this offensive line can hold up like they did in that game, then they're, they're, we, we should be able to move the ball down the field easily, uh, scoring touchdowns at will. So <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much how I see it. Like, all right, fellas. Give us a score prediction. Ooh, I got the Chiefs winning this one 31 to 21. 
I think we're going to be able to do whatever we want on offense in that first half. And, and then I think Andy Reid's probably going to – he's going to look at his play sheet. He's going to flip it. He's going. He's not going all the way to the C sheet. He's going to the B sheet. We're going to score probably seven to ten points in the second half, and they're going to put up a touchdown or two to make things a little bit interesting. But I got us winning this game by ten points. I think the spread's at eight and a half. Um, I would pick the Chiefs to cover that spread. So, uh, you know, I picked the first like matchup kind of similar when we played them in the earlier season. I'm going to go thirty-five to. 35-21, and I give the Chiefs, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes just comes out on fire, and we'll see a little bit of Henny, you know, we'll run the ball out a little bit more. Uh, I think our defense shows up in that first half and puts, you know, put their foot down. I think we see some sacks, but, uh, yeah, I'm giving Pat, I'm giving Pat all those touchdowns. <laughs> That's all Pat's touchdowns, and, you know, one to McKinnon and a couple to some, some other receivers. Travis got to. I think Travis. Oh, he got to get. He's in ready. Zone. He's ready to oh. get back in that end zone. You know he is. Yeah, most definitely. I think. I think they've been saving him for the playoffs. That's what they've been doing. I got thirty-five seventeen. Ooh. I just. Th- I think it's gonna be a smoking session. They're gonna roll up Jacksonville real good, <laughs> tight, and smoke them. <laughs> I just think that with a better team, I think they're gonna come out flying around. They know the you know, uh Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, um, uh Chris Jones, Frank Clark. They know the assignment. They know yep. the agenda. And it's they're a on a mission. They are on the mission. We Arizona is the mission. We're not playing with these boys today. We played around in the regular season, we slowed it around and played around. We ain't playing today. Mm-mm. We gonna build off that. We gonna build the same momentum we got off that Raiders game. We gonna bring it into this game, and they gonna and they gonna do the same thing. They gonna do the same thing. They gonna make Trevor Lawrence throw a couple picks. I ain't say no. Maybe a pick six or two, but I think they gonna make them throw a couple picks, and they gonna capitalize on those on those uh, turnovers. And I got them thirty five seventeen. All right, hey, fellas. So we got a smoking session. Oh yeah, it's, it's I, I hope so. They're gonna be just like them grills <laughs> and, and, uh, and tailgating. That's, that's gonna be Jacksonville. They're gonna be on <laughs> right on the grill. Fire them up. You're gonna see Glizzy Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mr. Sunshine. Sunshine. Surfer, he looked like a surfer, don't he? Him and Herbert is like the battle you know, of the surfers. You know, he looked like a surfer. <laughs> but, but you know, I, I like I like uh, Trevor Lawrence though. He's these eyes. Yeah, I like Trevor Lawrence too. I like my yeah, I like I my him. The one thing I, I look for in the quarterback, and that's why I knew Mahomes was official, is that when the pressure gets to him, how does he look? Does he look like a deer in headlights? Does he look like the moment's too big for him? Or does he look like man? Whatever. <laughs> kind of remind me of Jalen Hurts when he was in Alabama. He was just like, "Oh, okay, you score, cool. I'm gonna go score you." <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't care. That's how. I, that's how I know Joe Burrow's is official. Like, he he just stays the same. There's no yeah. different facial expressions. He's just like, whatever. He's looking at the playbook. On to the next. You know, Josh Allen. 
He's got that little bit of it in, but sometimes just you get a little crying. Right. He's the biggest crybaby in the NFL right now. See what he was doing, trying to do. See what he was doing, Christian Wilkinson, when he threw that interception, trying to fight defensive line. Get us started on that one. Almost got beat the hell up. And then he walked away. Then he let his offensive lineman finish the fight. Like, hey, if that was Chris Jones, they'd kick him out the game. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I tweeted that so fast. I'm like, that's CJ. He gone. He gone. Are we? Uh, do they got Tony Romo calling that game? Yeah, they got Tony Romo on the Bengals and Bills game. Oh my God, we got to hear him and his love fest that he has for Josh Allen. Oh. Yep. Calling and then him. Bengals fan or what? That Bills fans have to nervous say, "Oh, he like that with my homes." No. Like he'll say some stuff, but not the Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the NFL. The Bills are the, the best champs. In the champs of what? The champs of what? <laughs> the champs of what? The AFC. Oh, four in the Super Bowl. Oh, and two and eight against us in the playoffs. I never met. A, I never seen this before. A quarterback who gets so much credit for losing to Mahomes in the playoffs. Like he gets. Yep. Like Burroughs don't even get this. Nope. <laughs> That's and why I took, like Burrow more. Is, I like Burrow more too. I think he's the. I just think he's yeah. the better quarterback. I like Burrow a lot more. I do too. But it's just like, come on, man! Like, really? Like, really? And you let I really the think it's turnovers. it's Mahomes, Burrow, and then a big drop, Josh Allen. That's how I feel. That's how I feel too. But it's like I think Justin what? Herbert right there behind Josh Allen. I do. I, I think yeah, he's right yeah, there I think behind. He's right on his heels. The thing about Josh Allen is this. Yes, he has a big, strong arm and all that good stuff, but that running is not sustainable. In five nope. years, he's not going to be able to do that. Nope. It takes really one reminds me of Cam Newton a little bit. He, he, Cam he, Newton was big. He had that strong arm, and he, then once he had that shoulder injury, it went downhill. It's never the same. And, he's gonna, and yep. that's going to be Josh. He keep playing reckless the way he's playing. He better get a Super Bowl soon because mm – -hmm. That's it. It's going to be bad in a couple of years when he's the backup quarterback for the Colts. <laughs> Commanders. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, All right, fellas, man. Appreciate y'all coming on the show, man. Rocking with y'all, yeah. talking cheeks with y'all. Appreciate you having us. Oh, yeah, appreciate all, that all day, man. And hopefully we – well, I know we are. We are. I'm talking. We are. We'll be talking about a fifth consecutive AFC championship game. Uh, hopefully, it's an Arrowhead and not in Atlanta because the Buffalo Bills <laughs> are big babies. My question to that is, why is the Bengals and Bills game not a neutral site this week when the Bengals could have jumped the Bills had that game been played? I agree. I think it should be fair across the board. If you're going to do this neutral site crap, right. you should do the neutral site for those two. Yeah. That should be the neutral site game right there. Those two. We had nothing to do with them. Why are we suffering? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You wasn't in that. Like, we was at home. We was chilling yeah. on the couch yeah. watching the game. Like, come on. Man. That should be the neutral site game. They should be playing in Atlanta. Not us. We got to see. Yes. We didn't do that. <laughs> they, won't, they don't want to see my homes. That's all right. We just going to go to Atlanta and put up 40 and win the game. Go to Super Bowl. <laughs> And they're gonna hate us even more. Uh, yep. Yep. Exactly. Well, one they could be talking about the one seed handed to I mean they just come 
come up with something new every day. They moved the goalposts on Patrick Mahomes. Um, I heard that when I would briefly jumped in the spaces earlier, Chris. They were saying before the season, it was, oh, now he doesn't have Tyreek Hill. He's not going to be as good. Now it's, oh, well, he has Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, so he should be playing like this. It's like they moved the goalposts constantly. Bad about that. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, but yeah, I like I said, man, I'm I'm just I'm ready for this AFC championship game, man. This, bring on the bangles, man. That's what I want. Whoop their ass real good. <laughs> so they fans can shut the hell up. I'm gonna be on all their block lists if that happens. Oh I'm gonna be insufferable on Twitter if that happens. Tired <laughs> of him, man. <laughs> Uh, then we go to the Super Bowl and show them how to close the deal. Oh. Exactly. Oh. Hopefully it ain't San Francisco. But that ain't the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully it if ain't But if it is San Francisco, I'll Damn. say this. Mahomes is, is better than Brock Purdy, and I think that's in a Super Bowl-type game, that's going to be a difference. Yeah. I mean, of course the Chiefs will be favored. They'll be favored. They'd probably be favored by six and a half points, honestly. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. All right, fellas, man, until next time. My, see you on Monday, Ty. We recap the weekend. Yeah. Talk about this Chiefs win, five seconds of uh, AFC championships. Uh, Hopefully. Yeah, most definitely. It's going to happen. I ain't worried about the Jaguars. <laughs> I'm seeing right past. I'm just like, right <laughs> Can't overlook him. He don't even see him. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, there you are. <laughs> almost stepped on. I almost stepped on. <laughs> but all right, fellas, man, appreciate y'all coming through, man. Talking Chiefs. Absolutely. Definitely always welcome to come back and talk Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? Next week we can talk. We can talk the AFC Championship game next week. Okay. I've never seen Chris this confident all season. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. If it was the the Chargers, I'd be like, I'd be predicting a three point game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know about all that. We gotta play them again. We're going to need some heart pills for that game. Oh, man. I might need some heart pills for this damn game. You never know. <laughs> but they never make it easy. They just never do. They never make no, it easy. No, that's the sheets for you. <sighs> but, yeah. Well, all right, fellas, man. Hope y'all have a good rest of y'all night. Yep, you too. Peace. You too. See y'all later. All right, y'all. If look down at the bottom, give a shout out to our sponsor, Every Morning Quarterback. If you look down at the link at emqpodcast.com slash locker dash room, you'll see the link to a locker room access to all the podcasts under the Every Morning Quarterback uh, umbrella. Um, if you go to that link, you'll see a, a Chargers podcast, a Patriots podcast, a Jets podcast, and you'll see our podcast, Arrowhead Chief Podcast. You'll see all the recent and past uh, episodes. Go ahead um, and hit that link and go to it. Also, go to their uh, podcast. They have one. Right? Uh, yeah. Shout out to Anthony, Brandon, Connor, and Jack. Uh, they doing their thing. They talk about everything. Why? I also 
give you betting tips. So go ahead and hit them up. Subscribe to their channel on YouTube. And if you listen to podcasts on a, on a certain platform, we are available on all of them, whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Anchor, uh, uh, all of them, uh, Apple, Google, um, Arrowhead Chief Podcast is on there. Check us out um, on there, whatever streaming platform that you use. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us at AH Chief Podcast. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Follow us back because our motto over here is we're not Hollywood. We are regular fans just like y'all. If y'all got, got some questions, some critiques, some feedback, something you want us to talk about on the show, let us know and we would definitely talk about it. Uh we you know we, we don't have no egos over here. We want to give y'all the best chief content. So till next time, we're gonna get this W on Saturday and on to five straight AFC championship games. Peace.